Hello and welcome back to the Jefferson My Drinks podcast. I'm Helen Monk and I'm your host once again this evening. I'm joined by the deadly duo of Pete McManus and Ian Harrison. What's deadly about us? Deadly, I mean. Well, I mean. Our, our fantasy season is dead. Yeah, one of my fantasy teams is dead. <laughs> Ian, fully recovered now? After the accident up the tree? No, I've not fully recovered. And just for clarity, just for clarity, More important, I did not. How is the apple tree? I did not fall out of a tree trying to rescue a cat. An apple tree? It was an apple tree. <laughs> it's actually worse than that. I was doing some e learning and stood up too quickly off a chair. <laughs> Why would you admit that? <laughs> I don't want because me falling out of a tree is incompetent. Uh, okay. Me standing up too quickly from a chair after doing some e-learning at least is you, more respectable. At least you were trying to do the right thing, though, by saving the cat from the tree. Right. <laughs> for any listeners out there, saving cats from trees isn't a job for the fire service. It's a job for the RSPCA. If the RSPCA can't get the cat out, they will then call us. So don't call 999 for a cat stuck in a tree, because we would have sent you to the RSPCA. And then when we get there... We would have leave the cat up there because when it was the last time you saw a dead cat in a tree, they will come down eventually. I like, I like that. When was the last time you saw a dead cat in a tree? Never. Why are you going? They will red? come down on their own eventually. Calm so down. Do not call nine 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 for cats in trees. It's not our job. Calm you down. Can, you it's... can tell that's a sore subject. Our job is doing our backs at a computer. Thank you very much. <laughs> so whilst you're on a ranting mood, how did you get on this week? One and four. And I won't say any more about that. Okay, leave it at that then. Pete. Actually, no, no, I will, because I lost in best ball, even though I put up 191 points. Ooh. That's a similar story to me. I put up 198 and lost. So I, I lost to the only person in my division who's outscoring me, and he's comfortably outscoring me. Like I'm, I've put up a good season, and this guy is way ahead. There's some really good teams out there, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, really good teams. When you look at when you look at the actual teams that they've got, you, you think, no, I don't see it. Yeah. But, I mean, he's must be best part of 200 points ahead of me at this point. It's ridiculous. Like, and I'm, I'm 200 points ahead of anyone yeah, else I in think, the division. It's, I it's think nuts. I need a 200-point swing in the last two weeks for I'm me in. to get it's into the It's last week, this week. I need a 200-point swing in one week. <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck with that, mate. You need to outscore everybody else by 200 points. I, I am done and dusted for best ball. Yeah. It's all good. However, I week. have enjoyed it. It's been fun. I lost in best ball, so aside from that, I went 2-1. and one. But frustratingly, the one was an absolute disaster that has basically ended my season in our first ever Dynasty League. So I'm on a four-game skid. So we're at that point in the year where you can win two games and lose one, and but the one just hurts it cuts deep a little bit because you've like got to say, tell it it's over you've got to talk about the loss or I, I, will. Will, I will happily, I will I'll happily talk about it there's you know the, we've got to the point in our dynasty league where two teams give or take are tanking for the first pick next year which is a rule that I brought in I was like I can't stop you so I'm just going to in- actively encourage you because I think it adds a little bit of uh, element of fuds of the game and I was playing one of the teams that was tanking and so they left players like CD Lamb CD Lamb Cooper Cup those sort of players on the bench and it all just worked out for him <laughs> so 
So he put up a good. He had Gabe Davis and the, the you know players that haven't put up points in weeks scoring points. Say Flowers with his two touchdowns. Odell Beckham. I was like, it just it just worked out for him, and he scored a decent score, and I couldn't compete with it because above anything, above all other things in Dynasty, and this is the main reason I've fallen apart over the last few weeks. We play in a super flex, and I haven't even got one decent quarterback. So no, so in Dynasty, Pete lost to a team that had Jake Browning at quarterback, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> there's, there's no need to go into that much <laughs> yeah, detail. We'll just, just stop said. it. Owen yeah. Beckham Jr., Dave Davis. Stop, stop. Tap out, Pete. Tap out. Yeah. Khalil Herbert in the starting lineup. On the bench was Jared Goff, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Pacheco, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk, CD Lamb. Yeah. Wow. And Pete lost to that team. Do you know what though? The the biggest problem I've had with Dynasty is, and we, we need to get on with this because otherwise we'll be here all night. But my biggest problem I've had with Dynasty is I've got too ma- the rosters are too big. I've got too many players, and I pick the wrong what wrong ones every week. Like every week, I can go back through my roster and go, he scored really well. This week was a prime example. Who wouldn't have picked Puka Nakua against the Cardinals? And uh, sat on the bench, I've got DJ Moore putting up loads of points well. against it. Like I was like. It's just ridiculous. I'm going to stop you two ranting now. Go for it. How did you do? I did fantastic. I did okay, actually. Not that well, you did. Not that. I did. I was three and two, and my best ball winning streak finally came to an end. I did put up good numbers, like 179 points. Played against somebody who hit 190. So I, yeah, finally. You lost to Ian this week. So yeah, I, I don't want to mention that one. I put up 191 and lost, and you lost. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Nice one. Yeah, to be fair, I've outscored you every week so far. Yeah, it's great. I did lose it in our redraft league, and it's now the, uh, some Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I, some Muppet who only won one of his five. Yeah. Only win, only win was against H. And I am now out of the playoffs in that, that one, and it's the only one that I'm actually out of the playoffs in all five leagues you need to sort it out as well because Ian I was fuming Ian is starting to worry me because I'm not I've got one foot firmly in the playoffs in that league and I'm looking at him going he's scoring a lot of points doing that you think he always does in our redraft where he comes on a late surge and you've just got to hope he misses out because if he, he's yeah. he's like the team in the, the oh, champ- three. he's like the team in the championship when you get to May the, the team that always finishes sixth kind of goes on and then Makes it to the Premier League, you're like yeah. you're like that lot. Well, I started doing three, didn't I? Yeah, but you're scoring a lot. Of, I think you're the highest scorer in the league now, and you're scoring a lot of points. Although, hopefully, it as continues. Touchwood. As you've dug me out already, I'm going to dig you out a little bit because you spent most of the off season talking about how you should look at bye weeks and becoming like this podcast's king of the bye week. And how many out of your 16 man roster? How many are you missing this week? Um, eight. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Great management. <laughs> so he's just got himself into the playoffs and now he's got an absolute disaster ahead of him. No, but my, my logic is is that if it was if the bye week was week seven, I'd have avoided all of those players. Because the bye week's 13, I thought by this point, I'd have gotten rid of half of them anyway. I thought maybe Lamar Jackson would be injured, he'd be written off for the season. Maybe Hawkinson would be out for the season, I'd have a new tight end. As it turns out, none of them have got injured. So now I'm stuck with them all on my bench and I'm struggling to get a full team out. Well, as you mentioned him, because I've got Lamar in our other league 
How are you feeling about Lamar Jackson? He's, he's not scoring he's points. Winning, he's winning games, but from from fantasy, he's just not. He's not doing. I, so he's I, not setting the world on fire, is he? I think, and this might not make sense. I think his defense is too good for him to be a good fantasy quarterback. Like they don't have to score a lot of points to win the game. They're scoring points on D as well. Like the other day, he was a prime example. They scored twenty. I get points. that, but easily the better won. the D. Theoretically, the more time the quarterback has I know, on the but field. I can't, that's the only thing I can put it down to. You look, you look back through his through his scores this year. He's just not. He's not doing anything. He's not rushing anymore. But I've got Trevor Lawrence in our other league. I'm delighted that I don't have to choose between them this week because Lamar's on by, and I'm seriously thinking about just going with Trevor Lawrence for the rest of the year because I think he will put up more points. He's had, well. He's had one good week. He had a he had his comeback week. Two, two weeks on the trot. He was howler two weeks ago. He won a howler. He won a howler award. Let us know what you ago. think, listeners. Lamar or Lawrence the rest of the year. Yeah, fair enough. And you could select. Are you Lamar. still here? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Cheers, lads. It's only me hosting this week. Are you going to be selecting? Oh, did you select Lamar or Trevor Lawrence in your game day? And how did you get on with your game day this week? I well, there was two rounds, so I was ninety six out of about eighty in, on, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I've, yeah, I've not, I've not gone back to the Thanksgiving one, but I didn't win anything. I was ninety six out of one hundred and ten, I think, and then I was sick. I, I was doing really well on Sunday, and I picked the wrong captain. Mahomes ended up putting up decent, uh, sorry, quarterback. Mahomes put ended up putting up decent points in the end, but it wasn't it wasn't Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts level. So I think that cost me, and I finished sixty fifth, which just outside well comfortably outside the money how did you do H I was good I did I didn't win any money but I did have two okay I would say teams. that's not good then that's not good no it's not good if I, I don't was, win if I don't win any money it's not good I was no. ju- I was just outside of the money so I was 35 out of 110 there's no, there's no pride or you know long term historical I nearly won 19 quid listen but, so in our like in our redraft, so this is a prime example in our redraft league. I really we were in year eight, and I really care about my overall record, like more so than I should do. I've never won the Super Bowl, and I want to win that. But I also care that over the course of time, I've not been a shambles. Then it matters in something like that on a game day app. It doesn't matter. It's you either win money or you lose money. I beat you two, and that's all I care about. Yeah. So I finished. You're you're either in the money or you're last. Yeah. So I'll finish your first or your last. Are you going to let That's me it. finish? No, well, yeah, I've got to eat your hosting. <laughs> Turn his mic off. Let's right. carry on. So I finished 35 out of 110 on the Thursday. Well done. And on the Sunday was 37 out of 144. Well for, done. For zero pounds. Which Still means beat you two. Yeah, well, that's right. You're the best loser. 37 yeah. must mean you were just outside the money. I was. I did and just this, say that. I was just right. outside the but money. But this, see, I think that's worse because this comes back to what Ian was saying the other week. Like, if you're going to get beat in fantasy, you want to get absolutely demolished. You don't want to think, actually, if I'd made one I, I decision. I had a chance. Yeah, had if a I'd chance. made one slight decision differently, I would have won money. Yeah. You so want... Let me tell you about how I did this week. I finished 132nd out of 144. Yeah, that's what you want to do, it. That is the kind of loss that you want to take on fantasy game day. I was let down. down I was let down by Thielen, Cup, and Mixon. However, one of our listeners finished in the money. Woo! Congratulations! And that listener was Matt Cullen. Hey, Matt, who finished 18th with 174.42 points, 
won himself 19 pound and 64 pence so well done Matt so for those who don't know Matt Cullen is the fella that runs the JTT Cup which was which is the best ball league that we're all in and while we're talking about Matt we'd also like to offer our condolences yeah, as a definitely. podcast for the recent loss of his father and for, for those who don't know is that the Fantasy Network managed to club together to raise £5,000 to repatriate Matt's father's body back from Germany so Matt and his family can have a proper funeral. So we wish Matt and his family all the best and all of our condolences. And if there's anything you can do about my best ball position, Matt... (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Do you want what you have to... A special honorary playoff place. Why yeah. Why are you doing this? That was so sweet and you ruined it. Yeah. He's, but, he only but, really cares about one thing. Yeah. That's poor. Yeah. No, no, in all seriousness, though, our condolences, Matt. I hope everything's okay for you and your family. Yeah. Are we still on game day? Have you guys sorted out who your captain's going to be for this weekend? Almost certainly. Okay. Alvin Kamara. Okay. If Alave's out, and Shahid looks like he's going to be out. It's Kamara. It's Kamara. 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 All day. To Taysom Hill all day. No, it's going to be it's Kamara. Oh, actually, now I think about that, Taysom Hill might be a decent outside tight end. Mm. Yeah, he would, especially if he starts playing quarterback. And I shouldn't have said this on the pod. I could see <laughs> if uh, I could see the way if this week goes the way that it could. I and I'm going to talk about Alave in a bit, but I think Kamara could get 15 targets this week. From running, which back. is pretty standard. If, if That's only the standard if, for Kamara. If only the Saints could actually score when they get to the red zone, and he'd have a chance of being a really good, a really high scorer. Fair enough. H as host. Yep. Have you invested any time on looking at a game day captain? I have. Okay. I spent a lot of time actually. I really enjoyed this week. I, I enjoyed like the last thirty seconds while Pete was talking. <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed picking my team this week because I feel like there's a few really good matchups, and I'm going slightly bolder with my captain, similar to Pete's bold one with Kamara. I've gone with uh, uh, White of the Bucks versus the Panthers. Rashad White. Rashad White. Yeah. Who I'm getting the feeling, based on the leagues that we've been in this week, Rashad White might possibly be the most traded player of the season. Yeah, he's scoring a lot of points even though when you look at him I've go, seen, I've seen him in numerous trades I've even traded for I've I traded for him trade and three. traded him away he's not he's not a very good running back but he gets a lot of targets, well, he lot of targets. he's good for fantasy because he plays with the shutdown king yeah I wouldn't yeah. want him in dynasty oh, like, oh I, hell no I don't want but I think for the for the next couple of weeks he could be he could be really valuable who's right. yours well Mine's Keenan Allen. Spam. Absolute legend. Legend. Uh, he's valued he's at carrying, seven. Carrying both of my redraft teams is Keenan Allen. He's valued at seven thousand two hundred, so he is bargain. Way more expensive than both of your picks. But if you're going to invest money, it's got to be on your captain. Yeah. He's tied with AJ Brown as the third most expensive player in the game. Here's why you should invest in Keenan Allen, because if you didn't already know. In the last three weeks, he's had 14, 16, and 16 targets, which he's turned into Legend. 11, 10, and 14 receptions and three touchdowns, which should have been four touchdowns. Yeah. Because he dropped one because he, he lost the ball in the sun, didn't he? Yeah. Which killed you. It killed me in the game day as well. It killed, I'm pointing at Pete. It killed Pete. 
because Peter's got him in, in several leagues. This season, I still think he's a legend. This season, Keenan Allen, he's only scored single, single digits once, so he's a safe bet in terms of floor. If you want to look at his ceiling, his ceiling so far this season is 45 points. Adding the fact that they're playing the Patriots D, they're looking terrible, and the rate that the Patriots D, uh, sorry, the rate that the Patriots QBs are turning the ball over, Keenan Allen could be on the field for quite a lot of that game. Yeah, nice. Good shout. Nice that. He definitely will not be your MWP. No, he won't. Oh. But who was your MWP? my MWP, my most worthless player is Gus Edwards oh Gus so anyone traded him away last week anyone quite proud of that anyone who was enjoying Gus Edwards scoring run of nine touchdowns in five games can blame me for his downfall (laughs) because while he was scoring all of those touchdowns I had him on my bench and the week I decided to finally put him in he returns 4.2 points on this on that basis if you ruin Keenan Allen this week, going, oh my word. do not do not turn up next week. I am going to be absolutely fuming with you. So, if that's the, if that's the effect you have on fantasy players, I do not want you picking Keenan Allen. Well, I've, well, I've, I've actually already done my game day team. He's in. Get him out. He's in. Although I might I might be changing my tight end. Ooh. So yeah, Gus Edwards, four point two points, rushed eight times for twenty six yards and caught one yard for eleven yards. One pass for eleven yards. 111 yard pass Pete who was yours my friend Puka Nakua Puka who I sat here last week and said I'm all over him he's going to be brilliant and then Cooper Cup started and I was like mm, that's not ideal because I thought he was going to be out and that was part of it and really what I didn't see was that Kyron Williams was just going to do it all oh. for them it's like it's okay we've got Kyron Williams we're only playing the Cardinals we don't need you two lads sit down and have a night off have, have the afternoon off he did have eight targets. He only caught four of them, and he only got twenty-seven yards off the back of it. And I can't believe that someone who's as tar- as much of a target hog and has been, you know, set the season was just on fire at the start of the season could play the Cardinals and only get twenty-seven yards. Just on the point you made there, how good was it to have Karen back? It was. I'm fairly sure Karen Williams got more air yards. Pukunakua. Yeah, he did. He got like 200 yards. No, no, overall. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that Karen Williams got more air yards <laughs> yeah, as he well. He did. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely it was to see it Karen was more back. Nakua. Oh, oh that see, was bad. If you'd have told me you were going to do that joke, I could have teed up. I didn't know I was going to do that joke. I could have teed up. Well, calling it a joke, it's loose. I could I could have teed up a soundbite for that. I think if it had a 43, I wouldn't have done it, mate. So if I yeah, true. Yeah, if you'd have told me to tee that up, I'm like, are you sure? Mine was Dolan Schultz. Somebody that I've been quite high on. He's done really well in a few weeks, but he killed me this week in a game where I was playing against you as well, and I benched Evan Ingram because I thought potentially Schultz might be a uh, more of a target. Uh, turns out it wasn't. One catch for two yards and lowest targets of his season so far, which was really annoying. Which is great news for me, seeing as I've just put him in my dynasty lineup for the week. He will... I I just think he he had a, a bit of a... One of them games where he's just 
wasn't targeted. Well, I, think I hope he has another because that's the league I'm tanking. Ah, and you play me. He's got. He's one of those t- tight ends, and I think Goddard was a perfect example of this early in the Don't year. You though, dare. That they've, Don't they've disrespect got this, him. I, I was about to say something nice about the Texans. Oh. I'm not going to say it anymore. Move on. No, good. Way. Move on. I was. I'm going to take it away from you. Good. Right. Well, we'll talk about Howler. So. I, I don't know who this is, but you asked us before who we thought it was, and I'm really hoping you've gone for a double up on the Patriots. Well, it should be, shouldn't it, really? It should be. I either. thought this could have been our first double up howler. It should be. Realistically, we should be talking about either Mac Jones or Bailey's happy here, because they got half, they got literally half a game each and scored a combined. Do you know what they scored combined? I would guess Hardly less not. than five. If you'd have said less than zero, you'd still be right. Combined, they scored minus 0.28 points. Brilliant. Nice. Oh, we can't... I'm, Give I, him. And they, so uh, hang it. on. And they still missed a field goal... To win the game. Yeah. To win the game. That's the, that's the Giants for you. I'm Danny that's DeVito the... in it. It's, it's a shared one of the Pats because I know who it is. And I don't want it to be them. Well, we can't because they didn't finish the game. If Mac Jones would have played the game out, we'd be talking about Mac Jones. But surely the he whole three, idea three of some... in one half. But surely that is he had that much of a howler. He didn't finish the game again. He wasn't injured. He was just shocking. He was just rubbish. Okay, so we don't want to talk about Josh Dobbs. Yeah, go for it. Should oh. we just we'll just award it to Mac Jones? Go for it, mate. Tell you what, we'll award it to Mac Jones and just do and a, Bailey's happy. An honourable mention to Josh Dobbs. Who has dodged it based on the fact that Jones got benched? I'm really yeah. gutted about this because one. finally, the career backup QB has eventually played like a backup QB. Decided the, the astronaut decided he was going to pass to anyone not wearing a Vikings jersey. Threw four interceptions for just four and a half points. It was a performance that bad. Have you seen what Kevin O'Connell said this week? No. He said he doesn't know whether it's going to be Josh Dobbs or Nick Mullins to finish the season. Wow. Wow, that's... I wasn't expecting that. It's not really a surprise that he's a backup quarterback, though, is it? No, it's not. But he's been playing at a level which is a high backup quarterback it is a bit of, it is a bit of a surprise that he gets worse the longer he's there and the more he gets to know his players and the playbook and stuff that's a bit odd <laughs> I think is he just is he is it easy to figure out for these probably like the defense will get four yeah, games maybe. of tape on him and then go right well we've got him yeah I also maybe. don't think it helps we know, what got... we, we know how to we know how to shut Josh Dobbs down now I also don't think it helps he's got zero run game like Madison's been poor He's, he, he has no help there so on that subject do oh, you know what today signifies the end of your Madison love today signifies the last oh, bit of ownership I had of, of Madison leaving my team he got rid of it he was in all three of our main leagues at the start of the season and today I've traded him away in Dynasty I dropped him in our one of our redrafts the other week and which I, mug did you trade him with in oh, Dynasty? Some right Muppet. <laughs> some right Muppet. I'm rebuilding. Although I'm rebuilding. I did. I did tra- Who yeah. needs Kamara anyway? He'll be I, done next year. Yeah. 
I traded him away so I could make my playoff push and they couldn't beat a tanking team, though, so... I'll trade him back, minus the pick. No, no chance. So, keep Kamara but, the, but this whole dub situation is going to be worrying for anyone who's got Jefferson, Hawkinson, yeah. Addison. I'm not worried about Jefferson. I'm happy. I'm so happy Hang on, hang on. Would you be worried about Jefferson if it was Zach Wilson at QB? He's kind of like you'd Garrett worried. Wilson. You'd, you'd be worried. I you would. would be worried about I would, Jefferson. I would to an extent, but so it's isn't, the isn't same. Is better or worse than Zach Wilson? But it's the same as Garrett Wilson right You're now. Garrett Wilson, Wilson is Garrett Wilson is still scoring points in fantasy, and he but has the a, worst. Well, all right, that's a bit harsh. The second worst quarterback in the NFL behind Mac Jones at the minute. I'll tell you what it is, and because I've got, I, I've owned Garrett Wilson and I've owned Jamar Chase. And it's the same thing. Like I, we were talking before, it's like I'm a bit worried about Jamar Chase now because Browning looked okay, but he's never Jamar Chase's quality is going to keep him at a level where he might get ten to fifty. He might average ten to fifteen. Jake points. Browning meant to bounce the ball off those helmets for the Jamar kids. The, the point is, uh, Jamar Chase has just lost his epic ceiling. And the one of the things that's great about having Justin Jefferson is he's got. He's got a game win, a week winning ceiling that without Kirk Cousins and without a, a, a capable quarterback, that goes away. But Josh and this Bob, is the thing because Josh, Josh Bobs. Josh Bobs. Josh Bobs. Josh Dobbs' downfall is coinciding with Jefferson's return. Josh Dobbs so is a better if quarterback. Not, if you're not worried about Jefferson, you should be. No, yeah. I'm not. Jefferson's, he could, he's going to ruin, ruin your playoffs, mate. No, he's not. He is. Jefferson's fine. Josh Dobbs is not a bad... Week. Because I was trying to make the playoffs. And he's, not, he's on a bye week this week. <laughs> uh, so I was trade him away. In one league to, to make the playoffs. I'm not even getting into this. But Jefferson... Uh, sorry, Josh Dobbs is not a bad quarterback. He's, he, he's not elite. He's not, you know, brilliant or anything like that. I'm happy with Jefferson coming back. Does Good. it raise the... Vikings, yet yeah, probably helps Jordan Addison out. And the point a lot is, as well. it might not be Dobbs quarterback in when Jefferson comes back. It could be Mullins. And I'll take my chances because he's he's still going to be better than Tim Boyle and Zach Wilson and, and Matt Jones and other, Bailey Zappi. So the other thing I'm that would worry it. me is they that's back to back defeats for them. So if they don't fix it in the next couple of weeks, playoffs are going to be gone. In which case. If you've got a Jefferson who's coming back from injury, do you even play him? Yes. Week 16. What, week, yeah. week, yeah. si- week 16, well, week hey, 17 when it's... Re- why? When you can't make the playoffs. And he's not, he's not going to be 100%. This, no, that's my point. Playoffs. If they don't sort it out in the next couple of weeks, they won't be able to make the playoffs. Well, he's so going to be playing. Gonna play him. Yeah, they'll play him until they can't make the playoffs. I'm not, like, and then we'll fantasy just, football's we'll, over. We'll re- so we'll re- and, then, and then you'll be trading Jefferson. Right. We'll I'm moving it on. We'll revisit this in a couple of weeks. I'm moving it on. So, who's your waiver targets this week? So bear in mind we're recording now on what when Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yep. Waivers are already processed. I have not actually gone in for any waivers this week, so I can't say. Okay. I went for Zach Moss in one of our leagues. Which is and the right call. Jonathan Taylor was expected to be out. Somehow got him two despite to, the fact two to three weeks with a thumb injury. I was priority number six in our league, and I ended up with Zach Moss. It's good. I have got no. I've got no idea. I must have been seven or eight then. I did put him for Zach Moss and didn't get him. I've got no idea how I ended up with Zach Moss. 
mine is someone that I said was going to have a good matchup last week, and it's Jaden Reed. And when I looked into Jaden Reed, he's only rostered on forty three percent of rosters. Why? Because the Packers. But he is their best weapon right now. The last three weeks, and they've got nine, too many weapons. He's nineteen point four, nineteen point two. Spreads it about. You, you, you are right. Spreads it about. You are right. They are a team of absolute weapons. <laughs> yeah, but he spreads it about, doesn't he? He's doing well, Jaden Reed. He is. Pick him up. Jaden Reed is the Worth future it. Keenan Allen. He's, in 10 years' time, I'll be going, what a legend. No, I agree with the pick. I don't agree with the Keenan Allen comment. Well, come back to me in 2033. <laughs> we'll have this conversation. <laughs> Let's move this on. Because I'm just, this ho- is I'm just be- hoping because he's on my taxi squad in my dynasty team. <laughs> I'm moving this on. Let's go to Titan Roulette. So, we're going to start by recapping how... Tyler Higby got on, and the first thing that we text in the group podcast or WhatsApp group this week was Tyler Higby, and then Tyler Higby again. Yeah, well, yeah. So I will spin spin the wheel. While I talk about Tyler Higby. We all did it again, didn't it? Yeah. He's yeah. only had one bad one, really, hadn't it? It was the warm-up week with Noah Gray. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great it was the week. other week, but it's been it's been fairly it's, consistent. It's, it's, it's been consistent. Tyler Higby more hits than misses. Five of five for twenty nine yards and two touchdowns to score a season high nineteen point nine points, which made him tight end number two. Yes. The week. Who was one? Fryabooth. Oh, we had a good Pat week. Fryabooth. So how, amazing... many, how many yards? 29 yards? 29 yards. Did anybody other than Kyron Williams get yards for the Rams? Was that yeah, it? Apparently not. <laughs> Brilliant. Apparently not. So 5 of 5, 29 yards, 2 TDs, 19.9 points. That would actually have been his second highest score if you included last season as well. That's a massive, massive game for Higby Roul- over the last two years. Roulette won it. So Roulette... The wheel has spun, and this week is Evan Engram. Oh, yes, I'm happy. He, uh, he didn't score a touchdown at the weekend, did he? No, he's he did due. not. I don't think he scored all year. Evan Engram has not scored a single touchdown this season. He's going to score this week. That, he's going to score this week. I hope the... so, because I've got him in three weeks. This could be an amazing I'm shout. piling because... into it. Last season's tight end number one, Fryermuth, did it against, which is a career game for Fryermuth, did it against the Bengals. Yeah. Who have the Jags got this week? The Bengals. The Bengals. So all they need to do is make Evan run scenes between the cover 2D that we play as our stock defence. Yards for Engram. Jags are an eight and a half what? point favourite in that game. They were seven and a half. What's up. What's Engram's season high so far this year? So, for Engram to score a season high, all he needs is 16.9 points. I'm happy with that. Which is totally, totally possible against a Bengals D that is banged up that runs cover two. I'm happy with that. I do enjoy Tyler, uh, tight end roulette this week, especially when he's already on my roster, that so I be, don't need to draft him. That could be a great one. So yeah, we'll see if the wheel does it again for next week. Fantastic. And whilst we're moving it on nicely, 
do either of you have a tight end in your matchup? Um, I don't have one in my matchup now. Do you? I don't, Peter. No, why can't I find? Um, yeah, I'm trying to find his odds to score a touchdown. I'm going to put that on. Okay. Put it on social. Wonderful, Peter. No, I don't have a tight end. Do you want me to give you my give very quick nightmare? No, so, no, give us your matchup. Matchup, that's what I meant. For, oh. for the regular listeners out there, you'll notice that the order has gone miles out of I was going to say, I thought we were on nightmares. I had to work on the fly to get roulette in then, because roulette hosting. is one of the last things we normally do. I'm hosting. I can and do what I want. you're not making a, t- a great job of you it. You can do what you want. You can bring, do the sounds. Right. I'm going to oh. get so many messages, bring back Pete again this week. It's going to be depressing. Or bring back Ian. <laughs> No, right. sorry, what are we doing? As, as you said to me the other week, I'm hosting, so shut up. What are we doing? We're doing your sele- uh, selection. Oh, Who's uh, having the, a good game? On the subject of Karen... Why can't we just stick to an order? On the subject of Karen Williams, I'm going with Najee Harris this week. He They play at home against the Cards, who are getting ripped open on the ground by basically everybody they play. Najee's just gone 15 for 99 and a touchdown in his last game. I think he will do something very similar against the Cardinals and finish as a top 10 running back this week. I agree. So when Pete, when Pete put his selections out so we don't obviously duplicate work, I had it in my mind that I was going to go with Najee Harris this week. I fully agree. Just agree he, with me and then leave it there. Well, the, the Cardinals gave up 200 yards in the air and 200 yards on the ground, so... Yeah. All to Karen Williams. All to Karen Williams. <laughs> so... Najee Harris is, is basically a layup. Yeah. Who have you got? I've gone with Colin Sutton against the Texans. And I know you're going to say because it's against the Texans. Week 6 out of 12, Ian's gone for somebody against the Texans. Right. Shock. This isn't any kind of bias against the Texans. Of course it's not. I've said I've said numerous weeks, your pass D is decent. It's your run D that struggles. Have I not? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. So you've gone for a wide receiver? I have gone for a wide receiver. Based on them giving up 364 passing yards against the QB that was awarded the Howler the week previously. He was always going to have Trevor to bounce Lawrence. The real reason, though, is that the Broncos have now won 5-5. Five of five. In that stretch, they beat the Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, and they just put up 29, 29 points against a very, very good Browns D. All season, Sutton hasn't seen anything less than a 78% snap share and has been Russell Wilson's favourite target, seeing 48% of targets between him, Jerry Judy and Marvin Mims. So he is getting spammed. Adding the fact that Sutton has only scored single-digit figures twice all year and has scored eight touchdowns, he is in a great position to break into the top 10 this weekend. Argue with that age. I, my only argue, I'm not, I'm not arguing, I haven't got the energy, but my only argument would be he's only been a top 12 wide receiver once, despite the fact that he scored a touchdown in eight different games. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm back in to get top 10 this he's, week. He's very, I mean, he's, he's very touchdown dependent, isn't he? That's fine. If you want to go against the Texans yet again, that's fine. Okay. No, it's amazing me. It's amazing me having backed Cortland Sutton last last year, and him just absolutely bombed. It is amazing me how many touchdowns he scores this year, and some of them have been superb catches. Yeah. But 
It's not a bad shout. Well, Ross is starting to cook. It's not a bad shout. Ross is playing well. The Texans do like a shootout as well. We do at the moment. That, that is your way of playing. I know. That's fine. Like, it's okay. If you want to keep backing against the Texans and keep doing it, that's fine. Man, I'm going with the running back, and I. I'll be honest, I was torn between two, but I've gone with Miles Sanders, and the reason I've gone with Sanders is because of the Panthers no mixing it up with the head coach. Hell no. This, is a, this is a wild... This is I a mean, wild one. This I is mean, more wild than my Rashi Rice, the one that was like six weeks too early. <laughs> this, this the, re- is, the reason I've gone Miles Sanders... This is the same Miles Sanders that is getting dropped in leagues everywhere. Correct. Including but, recently. But... With Frank Wright gone, they're gonna have to, they're gonna start from the start again. They've given this guy a massive contract, so it could be a make or break for him. And I think I've been high on Sanders from the start. I'm gonna go bold with it, and I'm gonna go with Sanders. Is Sanders the new head coach? No, I don't think he'll do that well. Then doesn't matter. Sanders had 15 rushing attempts this last week. I know for 28 yards. 28 yards, yards, that's less than two yards. But it's it's fine. I'm t- that's I'm, that's I'm, not fine. We if, said, I'm we, we telling said, you, we said two it's weeks, a reset. We said two weeks ago, we want nothing to do with any part of the Panthers' offence. I know. He hasn't broke. And I don't think firing Frank Reich has changed any of that. All other of their the offensive fact, coordinators. Other than the fact that they're going to go to Adam Thielen more. I don't think they can. Or they're going to make Bryce Young run more. Yeah. Miles Sanders. I think the only person that will benefit... Good luck with that. Thanks, Pete. The only, the only two people say, that are going to benefit one, from this... I went with this one because it was a bit bolder. Thielen, Thielen will benefit. The other one was belted. It had to be bolder than that. You two have gone with quite good ones, so I went bold. If you want to know my other one, it's ETN. And the reason I've gone ETN, ETN doesn't you fit you within the rules. You've forgotten the rules of this, haven't you? Yes, do. I it's understand. Only someone outside the top 20 that you can think can break into the top 10. Yeah. Najee Harris is not out the top 20. He's oh, RB. I bet, oh, I bet you he is. He's RB 23. Okay, I'll give you that. Or 28. One. I can't read my own writing. That's fine. I'm not bothered. I'm going with Miles Sanders. I'm taking it. I'm running wild with Good it. Good luck. Thank you, Peter. Let's talk about our selection nightmares. already done this nope didn't we do this before the nope no we didn't I'm the host I do what I, I want I can understand the confusion I'm the host I do what I want Pete I give me a selection nightmare what you should have done you should have thrown the fixtures somewhere in the middle just to really screw me Pete, Pete so my selection, selection nightmare? nightmare is all dependent on whether he plays if Chris Alave passes all his fitness tests and plays this weekend which is unlikely, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. But if he plays, do you take the potential volume and upside of him against the Detroit Lions or stick with Zach Moss against the Titans? Ah, oh, Zach Moss. It's, it's still Zach Moss. In, in full PPR. So. Yeah, it's still Zach Moss. I think when, when Jonathan Taylor was injured, I think Zach Moss was running back four on the year. Yeah, I think he was. When Taylor was injured, you've got to, you've got to be playing Zach Moss. Okay. I agree. All right. I like Alave a lot, but Zach Moss, like like Ian said, without Taylor, Zach Moss is going to get everything. And to be honest, I don't really rate the Titans. Granted, they do 
they do have an okay run defense. They do but... tend to stop the run. Yeah. Well, they stop Miles Sanders anyway. But so. yeah. well, I just how, how would you how would you feel about starting Alave when you've Captain Kamara in game day though? Well, part of my Captain Kamara was I don't think Alave will play. So if Alave well, doesn't play, your own decision yeah. then. I think I think even it if was, he, that was why even was... even if he played, I'm assuming this is this is for a flex spot. Yeah. He's, I think he's got to be he's got to be Zamos. No, it's for a running back spot with Chris Alave. Well, I'm just wondering who else he might have. A bit, that was a bit um, shot across the bow. He could, have, he, could have oh. Ingram, he could have Evan Ingram he could put in. Yeah. If I had Evan Ingram, I'd put him in because I trust the wheel. I trust the and wheel. he's also due a touchdown. Right. Okay. Ian, who's your selection out, man? Mine is either Calvin Ridley or Javante Williams. So I've got Calvin Full Ridley. PPR. Full PPR. Who's in form at the minute. Last two games, scored 31 and 21. Coming into a game against the banged up Bengals D, or Javante Williams, who's got a decent matchup against a Texans D, <laughs> who have given up the 11th most rushing yards of any team this year. Well, Colin Sutton's going to score all the points, though. <laughs> so it's Calvin Ridley, then, yeah? I would go Calvin. I mean, it depends. This is another one of those. It depends on what you're after. But I would go Calvin Ridley because I think there's. The, the problem with Calvin Ridley is either going to have a big game or probably no game because that's how his season's been. Yeah. So if you can, have, but and knowing your rosters as I do, I think you might need the big game. So I would go for Calvin Ridley. And you know, someone someone has done. Is this 30... the league where you're missing like seventeen players? No, it's the other one. Right? Are you missing as many in that? No. Oh, okay. Obviously, otherwise because, you because I've actually got people to bench. Yeah. You would have a in, selection in, in, league, in the other That league. makes sense. I've got no nightmares because whoever I've got left, he's in. I well, would, I, I would, I would lean towards Ridley as much as I don't like him. And is that is that a recency bias because he's gone thirty-one points, yeah. twenty-one points? I think it's more just the explosive nature. I, I can't see Javante Williams scoring twenty points. Yeah, and I think I think maybe. Trevor Lawrence is making a comeback because he's realised who we should be throwing it to. Yeah. Also, also, this is a terrible reason, but they play last. So if you, if you, and and I know that you're going to get up and watch that game anyway. So well, I'll still be up. Yeah. So you're going to get up and watch Bengals at Jags on Monday night. You might as well watch it thinking, oh, I need 14 points from Calvin, Calvin Ridley to win yeah. this. You might as well have something Either to look way, forward to. Either way, a gift. As opposed to be sat there watching Calvin Ridley rip up, the, be- rip up the Bengals the while he's sat on the bench and you've lost by three because Javonte Williams yeah. didn't do enough. Yeah. Either that or I put the Bengals D in and go, come on, yeah. come on. On a serious note, though, I brought the Jags D in this week because I was between two. And they played last, so I was like, oh, "I'll bring the Jags to you." That. that that was the that was a tiebreaker. H, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's quite a tough one, if I'm completely honest. So I agree with what Pete was saying. Is in if you needed that sort of explosive one, Ridley's probably your bet. But Javante Williams is heating up or started to heat up the last couple of weeks, and so he's actually in my selection nightmare as well, which I'm going to come on to in a second. And it's because he's actually starting to play well and he's starting to... He's not quite where we were. I think if you have explosive players all over the place, 
get your study points with Williams if you've probably got study players take a punt on Ridley because you might still have a relatively high ceiling and taking a punt on Ridley gets you over that that's that's the way that I look okay, at it okay fair enough thank you so mine it, as I mentioned it does have Javante Williams in there but mine's against uh, Raheem Mostert with Achan coming back is he, is he confirmed to come back though well, he's supposedly re-injured himself again with the same injury, haven't he? Who so, are the Dolphins playing? Uh, Commanders. Commanders. And then Williams is obviously against the Texans. And I am leaning more towards Javante Williams myself. I think I am too. Until it's confirmed whether HM plays or not. Well, even Jeff Wilson got quite a few carries this I, week. I'd go, I'd go most of it because... As somebody who owns Tua in my dynasty league, it's not going right for him through the air recently. They are gonna, he's gonna lean on the run game as much as possible. Even with, even with a Chan, I would still play most. I think. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I can take that. Let's wrap this up with the weekly fixtures and over to Pete. This might be the last week we do this because I've lost interest in it. So, so you're that far behind. It seemed like has it gone wrong? It seemed like a good idea. We do have a new leader though. Oh, um, it's got to be me. And it obviously, obviously isn't me. Uh, We had a terrible start last week as a podcast. All went for the Lions, as I think most of the NFL people who who make these predictions did. Uh, But other than that, Ian only got two other games wrong. So you had the Patriots to beat the Giants and you had the Saints to beat the Falcons and you got the other 13 correct I went for the Panthers I went for the Panthers which seems stupid in hindsight I went for the Bengals you did say you were chasing the points though I think yeah I went for the Bengals again not not the greatest move maybe backing Jake Browning or whatever he's called a little bit too much I had the Cardinals to beat the Rams I had the Bills to beat the Eagles which they should have done and I had the Vikings to beat the Bears so I went 10 and 6 H you went 11 and 5 because you backed the Texans, Patriots. You talked me into that one. Texans, Patriots, Saints, and Vikings. So that, with, uh, with Ian's 33 means Ian moves on to 121 wins. You're on 120. And <laughs> I, am, I am way back on 110. So this week, we start Thursday Night Football. Should be a good game. Seahawks at Cowboys. 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 Chargers at Patriots. I'm going Cowboys as well. Chargers at Patriots. Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Lions at Saints. Lions? Lions. Ooh, we're all agreeing. Falcons. We have a, a lot of same things here. Falcons at Jets. Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Cardinals at Steelers. 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 Yeah. Colts at Titans. Colts. Oh, this isn't going to be much fun this week, is it? The re- Next week's review is going to be very quick. <laughs> Dolphins at Commanders. Dolphins. Dolphins. You might have to change something, H, if you want to get ahead of him. Do oh, I look do, at the psychology. Do what I do. Yeah, H. <laughs> Just go random. Yeah. Change the way. Go for the commanders. Broncos at Texans. Broncos. Broncos. Oh, oh really? Even I'm back in the. I mean, e- even I'm back in the Texans. That's this the week. one you've got to change, H. Come on. Yeah, come on, mate. You've got to change that. No. Are you just leaving me on an island back in your Texans. Yeah. Mate? It's a bit clean sweep for me. Panthers at Bucks. 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 Oh, you're not back in. The new head coach and yeah. Miles Sanders. No. Browns at Rams. 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 49ers at Eagles. 
49ers. Niners. Oh, yeah, we've I all gone 49ers. Could... This is this this makes absolutely enthralling podcast listening. I know. The Chiefs at Packers. Chiefs. Chiefs, and you might as well just sign and it off with Jags. Jags. Bengals at Jags. So we've agreed. We've literally. We've agreed on 12 out of the 13 games. You're the only one that's stepped out of line. Gone on an island on your island as well. I can't believe. CJ Island I'm on. I can't believe you've not taken the Texans. I just think Russ is playing really well and the Broncos are playing really well. At the Texans. Doesn't matter. In your house. Doesn't matter. You're back in danger, No, 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 no. no. Don't talk him into it because we know what happens. You know, because I did this last week. We know what happens when people get talked into it. You're going to back Dangerous yes. to come into your house yes. and be your Texans? Yes. Shocking. Mr. Unlimited. He's Shocking. playing really well at the minute. The Broncos are playing well. They're beating teams that they shouldn't beat. So I, th- I actually think they're favourites to beat the Texans this week, personally. So I'm going to go with them. And you're well, not changing my mind on this because you made me change it last week and I was fuming. I make you do anything. Because you're a grown when man. I, when I, when I, am I? <laughs> when I watched I'm the not game, your wife. I can't make you do anything. <laughs> when I watched the game, I was so furious at the end of it because not only did I have the Jags to win originally, the Texans lost as well. So I didn't even have that little. So like, if the Texans win this week, Texans win. That's great. I'm so happy. But if the Broncos win, it's okay because I backed the Broncos, so I have something there. You destroyed me last week, Pete, and I wasn't happy about it. And that's it. That's that's the podcast this week. It's been lovely to uh, speak to you. There is going to be some new content dropping very soon, uh, which is going to be really... Uh, me and Ian have uh, done this, and it was absolute... Well, we enjoyed it quite a lot, so that's going to be released this week. Which has no relevance to you enjoying it. Yeah, no. But hopefully you enjoy it. But please listen, and you may. Yeah. Hopefully you will. We really enjoyed it. Why don't you listen? Remember. <laughs> to us having a great time. Remember to sign up for the Fantasy Game Day app and use promo code JMDFS and you'll get your second week free on us. So that's JMDFS. And also send us your ID when you do sign up and we will add you to our fan tracker. And you may get a mention on the pod like Matt did this week. Thanks very much for listening. Remember, follow us on all our socials, which is at jmdpod. And if you want to email us in, it's at uh, jmdpod at outlook.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.